Hey y'all, I'm so pumped to bring to you today's podcast guest. Yes, there are two who have shared heartbeats and who have blended together and emerged into a podcast of their own based on their own like-minded and like-hearted experiences that are so in line with our community, which is why I'm very pumped to bring them to you. So the Heart and Soul podcast, spelled soul, S-O-L-E, like the shoe instead of your traditional first emotional soul response, brings together these women around fitness. And what I love most, it's the concept of shameless living, which, amen, we all need more of that. So Catherine and Chelsea, the two show hosts and pursuers of their own expansive passions, are joining us today as we dive deeper into their personal testimonies and exciting entrepreneurial journeys. Catherine is the owner and head trainer and community builder of Soul Fitness. It's a health experience that you can participate in even virtually. And Chelsea is a ridiculously talented photographer, y'all. You have to go check out her website. It's stunning and gorgeous. And both of them live in Wilmington, North Carolina. Wild because I was just there and got to do another show with Jenna McPeak, who you may have heard on recently in regards to her experience with cancer. Uh, she's a millennial, so tune in because I really believe at the end of this, these people are going to become connected, and that's my whole heart is to bring people together in this world, especially now that feels so isolated and discombobulated and distant. So I am excited to see what God is doing in this neck of the woods, and I just continue to see people emerging out of this area. So if you never visited Wilmington, go hang out with Catherine, Chelsea, and Jenna, Jenna and get to know them. Um, so excited. Enjoy. I hope you guys also subscribe and enjoy their podcast. Again, it's the Heart and Soul, S-O-L-E podcast. And I'm just grateful. They really are two people who are talented and have calming spirits. One is newly pregnant, so we get to walk out her motherhood journey with her. And they're both newlyweds. And again, loving fitness, the mind, body, and soul alignment. And we really couldn't be more thrilled with the connection that we've made. So jump over, subscribe and review them, subscribe and review here, and again, just enjoy it. See y'all. This is your God wink, the moment that heaven says for such a time as this. It's time to own your joy, prioritize your health, discover your wealth, and exude your wholeness. It's time to become truly fit. However, this isn't a fitness podcast. So I'm a retired personal trainer and nutritionist. This isn't business jargon or tips and tricks to landing your successful passion project, though that's totally why I'm a business coach. This isn't a quick fix health detox ploy, though I'm all for therapy and I love whole foods. I do have a YOLO side sweet tooth though. This isn't confusing religious banter, though I'm an ordained minister still figuring out the many things and facets and faces of Jesus. It's really none of that. So I'm wondering, if you're wondering, what is this? Well, this is an opportunity to join me alongside other big dreamers, innovative movers, and lifestyle shakers as we explore and share our messy comeback stories and discoveries with each of you fellow passionate seekers. The Fit and Faith movement was birthed through my own trial and error discovery of mind, body, and soul alignment. And to be totally transparent, my own entrepreneurial crash and burn experiences. I've learned firsthand that being fit isn't about our physique at all. It's not about our qualifying abilities or titles. It's not about our potential. It's truly about our God-gifted passions meeting our purpose. You are one step away from achieving your idea, your dream, your calling, your purpose, 
whatever you want to call it. And I want to be there for the moment that you say yes in freedom, clarity, and confidence that you are living fully fit in who and whose you were made to be. Welcome to the Fit and Faith Podcast with me, Tamara Andress. There is no better time than now to get fit. Welcome, welcome. We are live for another recording of the Fit and Faith podcast, and I am so pumped to be joining you with two other guests versus just one, which is a special treat for me, and I believe a special treat for you. They're used to being together, and they'll explain why that is here shortly, but uh, I hope I'm finding everyone well and at home and not going out of their bananas mind with everything that's going on with this quarantine, but I really hope that you have an opportunity to just tune in, relax a bit, maybe grab some lunch and enjoy this conversation. Uh, I am really pumped to get give you an opportunity to get to know these gals and how we randomly virtually connected and in this virtual world that we're living in now, what better way to kind of connect with other people. We've got some girls already on watching, so you guys take the floor. Kind of introduce yourselves. Tell us um, a bit about you individually, and then how collectively you guys are in, um, you know, relationship, partnership. I love all of it. That's amazing. So good. We have so much connectivity in your storyline. So we'll have to dive into that in a little bit once Chelsea introduces herself. I'd fall in love with the area, moved away for a little while to start our careers and then ended up coming back, which is when Catherine and I connected. Um, I actually went to school for exercise science and worked full time in the fitness industry for several years. Um, I loved it. I kind of 
found my own health and wellness journey through the educational part of it. Um, and that was really the first thing that tied Catherine and I together. Do we need a second? Hold on, ladies. It sounds, I'm getting feedback from the people on the other end saying that they cannot hear you. So no. I'm trying to figure out why that would be. Stand oh, by. I can try taking my headphones out. Thank you, Brittany, for, oh wait, she said she can hear now. Okay, so oh. let me change oh, something okay. really quick. Ah, I took off my sound. Brittany, can you hear all of us if we're all talking? Chelsea, can you hear Chelsea? Hello, hello. I can try to take my, my mic out. Let's see, I'm going to do one more thing. It was the second person. I can't hear you guys now. Can I hear, Chelsea, can you say something? Yeah, I can oh, hear there you. There you are. Okay. Hopefully they can hear. She's giving us feedback, which is amazing. All right. Awesome. Yes. Okay. She's good to go. Okay. okay. So we didn't get to hear any of your introduction, Catherine. So we're going to resort, resort back once okay, Chelsea we'll shares. Okay. Awesome. Oh, no. <laughs> no worries. Okay. So trying to pick up where I left off. Yeah. No, just, yeah. Just go from the get go. Um, so wait, it's like start over. Yeah. 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 Okay, okay. So I'm um, Chelsea Hollis. Um, I moved to North to Wilmington, North Carolina, a little under two years ago when Catherine and I met. I went to school here, and so did my husband. And we just loved being by the ocean and this area. It's such a neat community here. Um, but ultimately, there wasn't really any opportunity post college when we were here, so we moved away and ended up coming back. Um, I went to school for exercise science originally, so I spent a lot of time um, in the industry working full-time at a corporation for several years um, and ultimately ended up deciding that that wasn't really the path that I wanted to be on anymore. Even though I still love fitness, um, I really found my creative outlet through photography and ended up pursuing that. This one day, it was my goal to have flexibility to work from home when I became a mom one day. Um, and so I kind of was still juggling both of those career paths when we when we got here. Um, and we can kind of get into how those things cross paths. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, that's a whole nother story. Um, but now I own a full-time wedding and portrait photography business called Chelsea Allegra Photography. So I specialize in weddings which you know right now is not the best thing in the world it's been a little stressful yeah um i still teach some yoga classes on the side here and there um and catherine and i started the heart and soul podcast together um i'm also a wife and i'm currently 22 weeks pregnant with our first Yay, baby boy that's exciting Congratulations. Thank that's you. so fun. Oh yeah, that's gonna add a whole nother element to your all's everything. Oh yeah. yeah. That baby boy's gonna be spoiled. It's gonna be like he has two mamas with you and Catherine. <laughs> I know. It's gonna be so really cool. Fun. That's exciting. That's a whole life transition. All right, so Catherine, I want you to kind of reshare a little bit because people didn't get to hear and I wanna make sure that they're all on the same page. Yeah, no problem. Um, I'm Catherine Banco. I own a business called Soul Fitness. It is a um, health and fitness women's group only. So um, I have a past with eating disorders and um, a lot of body image issues, a lot of disordered eating, abusing exercise, and um, really having a poor relationship with food in general. So um, once I 
began the journey of healing from that. I found that um, community was key for healing and also not giving up things that we love. And I loved fitness and I didn't want to have to give that up. Um, so I knew I needed to mold it into a more healthy um, routine for my um, for my own mindset. So I came and moved to Wilmington from Texas six years ago. And um, when I moved here, I, I kind of considered it my fresh start to start that healing process. And I started just a free group for women to work out together where we both moved our bodies in challenging ways, but also practiced this idea of shameless living, which um, is basically the, the, the point of shameless living is when you share your story, then darkness really can't live there. And it kind of connects people and it brings, um, vulnerability. It makes vulnerability more, um, um, what's the word present in just everyday conversation. So, um, started that and really trying to just exercise from a place of, um, loving the skin that you're already in, instead of trying to mold it into something that society tells you you should look like, um, so yeah, it's now turned into a full-time business. We do group workouts, online exercises through an app, and we also do personal training. Um, and yes, that's kind of um, what I do, who I am. I'm a, I'm a wife and I have a golden doodle named Bear who I love. Um, I really love Taylor Swift more than most people. <laughs> and I um, love red wine and, um, and living by the beach. That's awesome. That's so good. So it's so random that I feel like God aligns situations and conversations and kind of packs things on without you understanding what it could possibly be. And yesterday I had a a live monthly sister, sister show that I do with one of my girlfriends of faith as well. And the whole conversation was around confidence. And so we did a lot of conversation around my individual story with body image issues and lack of confidence um, and how I masked it for many years um, with many different issues, uh, fitness being one of them. And um, so it's really cool that your story and my story has a lot of alignment. Um, and one of the gals who's listening now says that it really resonates with her on a deep level, your story. So I think that vulnerability piece is such an integral part of who God intended for us to be. And yet we're so often used to holding masks or carrying masks or wearing masks um, that we don't even sometimes realize that we are. And as a business coach, I've really had that at play when coaching women, which is really out of the norm for entrepreneurs because they're usually coming to the table just in that specific mindset and not wearing all of the other hats that they are just like you guys said, like, this is what I do, but I'm also a wife, a soon to be mom. You know, this is another passion that I have. This is another passion. So whenever I bring people to the table around coaching, whether virtually or in person, it's always like, Hey, I want to know all parts of who you are, because I feel like that's how you're going to be most successful. So I love that both of you guys have really honed in on who that is for you so that you can present that to to the world. Um, So I love like Chelsea, you combine these two things that are passion points for you. And now you can say, hey, here's me as a package as as well as with the podcast piece being integrated into that. Yeah, that's yeah, I think that I think that um, I think that my story of body image issues obviously connects all women. I I mean, I think whether you've struggled with, 
and this is how Chelsea and I kind of connected to in the beginning through fitness is I think whether you struggled with an eating disorder or not, like you're a woman. And so you are kind of more ingrained to pick apart your body, not, not just be, not because you want to, but because it's kind of being pushed down, um, pushed down our throats every day with like what we should be looking like. Right. And I think that, um, that is, is one way that Chelsea and I connected is we were both like, one, I think that in order to make a friend, you need to just like let the awkward, like it's going to be awkward, like yeah. let it be awkward. So like we were able to just connect virtually online through Instagram and be like, hey, you like fitness too? So do I. Oh, I've struggled with body image too. Me too. Oh, I actually love Taylor Swift. I'm getting married. You just got married. So it's just like bringing people into your story. Any type of vulnerability is what's going to like develop relationship, whether it's we can all connect on something. And I think as women as a whole, we can obviously all connect on body image, but there's so much more to that. I so, so. agree. I use the word um, rooted a lot in my branding and the things that I develop because I think if we have a foundational relationships with people that are rooted in truth, then it's such a solid foundation that like, if there's something random that comes up in your relationship, whether it's intentional or unintentional, like you can always go back to where it's rooted. And, and that truth is ultimately what's going to keep you guys friends, what's going to keep you all thriving and, and just being in support of one another. So I love that. Yeah, for sure. So tell us about your podcast. What's it about? Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, both both Chelsea and I had wanted to start a podcast separately and I um, had kicked off soul um, kind of part-time and wanted a, another outlet kind of more like a long-form content way for women to share their stories mm -hmm. because I found that like while I was coaching these classes at soul I was able to kind of have the mic and like teach and share what I was going through but I also on the other end I wasn't able to hear a lot of the women's stories. So I want to start a podcast where we can interview women and, and um, talk about health and wellness um, from like a wholeness aspect. And then also just talk about women's stories beyond that, beyond yeah. health and wellness. And so when I brought it up to Chelsea, she had been thinking of the same idea. And so we're like, well, we're both passionate about the same thing. We both have the same we're both rooted in the same truth and in our faith and in how we view health and fitness and um, and we both are rooting for women. So we were like, let's do this together. So we started heart and soul to, to dig into, um, to dig into wellness, but also dig into the heart of, of women as well. So, so good. That's so good. And it such a beautiful expression of like community in that, because I know whenever I'm listening to podcasts of any sort, when there's like somebody's like truth on the line, you are invested in listening, but you're also invested in like their success story. It's almost like yeah. when you watch a movie or read a book and you're like rooting for the underdog, right? And it's like, ah, oh, we want you to succeed. So like to know that like you, you have this experience with people and giving them an opportunity as an outlet to provide hope as a resource, it's really, really cool. The cool thing about it too was when we initially started January 2019, right? Yeah. Um, we were both kind of at this place of we were still juggling like so many different things. Like we we're 
in the kind of like hustle mm-hmm. phase, if you want to call it that, where Catherine was still working multiple jobs. I was still growing my business and working in a corporate fitness thing here. And we were kind of collaborating on some things together. And I got to the point where people were like kind of confused mm-hmm. as to what we did. And not that we really cared what people thought, but we were like, hey, what if we have this platform where we can kind of explain a little further, like, okay, this is what we believe in. This is what we're working towards. Here's how we can support each other through this. And the really cool thing that came out of it was obviously the community, but like now we can listen back to our story. Mm -hmm. And I went full-time with my business. Catherine went full-time with her business. Like so many different you got they, married. I got married. Ah, I got pregnant. Like, that's so yeah, cool. all these, all these Milestones. things came out of it yeah. from this, from this struggle point. Um, and like Catherine said, like the biggest thing we want to share is stories of breakthrough and this, this idea of shameless living. So whether we have women come on and talk about their entrepreneurial journey or struggles with fitness and body image like that is the route that we continue coming back to no matter no matter what um and part of my frustration with working in that industry the fitness industry for so long was this idea of it being about an aesthetic Mm -hmm. and it would just irk me so badly and we've had some really heated conversations on the podcast about it um and Catherine was meant for being in this industry and breaking that stigma and I'm kind of like I wanted to get out of it and but still have a place where I can voice that based on where I've been and so it's been really cool to see that no matter what the topic is everyone has that in common at some point and we've really heard from so many women through reviews and emails and messages on Instagram that hey, you've actually like really changed my mind around the way that I view myself and my worth and my and fitness in general. Mm. So I think that's the, the biggest, coolest thing that's come out of it. Yeah, that's amazing. And I think like something that's not gonna go away just because of the way that the secular world has presented it and health and wellness, I was just saying this was, is also on the rise. It's gonna continue to rise because it's such a part of, um, the need like environmentally obviously but also from the fundamental space of our well-being and the longevity of our our life really and so knowing that it's on the rise knowing that we don't really have control on how the secular world's gonna share the need for that and monetize it and so being really conscious of that from a heart space of how can we serve people best and well and remind them on a consistent basis that how the world presents your beauty or your need to exercise or your need to eat right is very different than how God would have it and how God would have you steward your your vessel, if you will, from biblical scripture. So I love that you guys are doing that. I also think like the enemy wants to attack something that we think that is is good like something that we think is good so like taking care of your body is a good innately it's a good thing and i think that the enemy wants to like get into that and just take it one step further of like oh if you're gonna take care of your body let me push it to this extreme or let me add this restriction in and it becomes skewed of like wait what is healthy and what isn't 
because yeah. you've been attacked on both fronts. So 100%. Yeah, I think it can mentally just mess with you. And I think that goes to like what Chelsea was saying from like a vanity metric of like it being an additional thing that people are doing from that space, but then also the fear and the confidence component where it's being done and masked, whether it's in anorexia or bulimia or any of those different forms. And they're presenting it on like a, here's a new fad diet, right? And you're like, wait, no, like that's not it. And so knowing that holistic approach and and when I say holistic, it, it means I think the same thing that it means to you where it's not just holistic in the kitchen or holistic in the ex exercise, but whole meaning W-H-O-L-E or H-O-L-Y, holy, in the sense that there's the mind, body, and soul connection that really comes into play. And I remember having that switch for myself go off when I realized that my fitness journey was more a spiritual fitness than it was a physical fitness. Um, and I think that that's so, as you're saying, like innately how a woman is designed, innately how we desire, but it's just been discombobulated, stripped down. Yeah, when the mainstream is telling you, or your whole life, you're being told that fitness is about physical appearance and like achievement and, and what you look like and what, you know, how much you can lift and whatever. And yes, well, the technical term is physical fitness is your endurance and your strength and your body composition and all that. Yeah. It's really sad to think that our whole lives we've been told this one narrative, like, like, for example, there's this ad that keeps popping up on my Instagram stories that I literally, it makes my blood boil every single time I see it. Catherine, I think you know what I'm talking about, the running well, one. Ever, yeah, ever since you posted about that, I have seen it, like, four times. Oh, uh, so retargeting. It's like this animated chick, and she's running, and it's these, like, big pink letters. It's all, like, for women, of course. Yeah. And it says, how much do you need to run every day to lose weight fast? And then it's got her metrics on the side of her height and her weight, which are completely normal within like very healthy BMI range, even though we know that's yeah. not necessarily a good measure anyway. Right, right, right. And it asks her like, oh, she needs to run three three miles a day. And it shows her body shrinking as, oh, as she's running. Gosh. And I report it every time I see it because I'm like, this right here is what's wrong with the world that's why it's so hard for us to break down those yeah. walls in our head of what this is truly truly about and yeah. that is just what we ride home every single time we bring this up on the podcast because it is so frustrating yeah but it's there and yeah. we want to be be the ones to tell you that that's completely bogus yeah so yeah. explain to me because you guys are both new fairly newly married within the last year or two is that right mm-hmm yeah, we're coming up on two years in a couple Yay, weeks. Yay, congrats. So tell me about being in that phase of marriage, being in the courting phase even before that. How did this mindset like play into your relationship with your now spouse? And, and did he have like similar perspectives or similar experiences? That's to both of you guys. That's a really good question. I'll preface with, I think that a lot of women actually want to change the way that their body looks, not necessarily to impress men, but to impress other women. Mm, um, interesting. More of like a comparison thing of yeah. like, I want to, I'm, I want to look like this girl, or I want to weigh less than this girl, or whatever. So, 
I think that God really timing wise knew what I needed, um, in that, like for the first part of, of my healing journey, like I was, I was single and I was, um, really trying to work on my, um, I was really trying to figure out like how God viewed me and, and from there love myself a little bit more. So by the time I met my husband, he really, he's like the biggest, um, supporter of my mission in the sense that like, he actually like what started flirting with me because my friend showed him the soul Instagram and he was like, Oh, I love this because he loves health and fitness. And, um, he, also loves Jesus. And so he liked the idea of like that coming together in like a really healthy way. So he actually has always been like my biggest fan, which I think ladies, if you're listening and you're single, that's what you want to look for in a, in a husband. Um, but he really actually encouraged me to go into the fitness industry as it was something that was stirring in my heart of like something that I really wanted to try, but was a little nervous. I worked in the corporate world in marketing and he, when we started right, when we started dating, like three months into dating, he talked to the gym that I worked out at without me knowing and asked like, would you hire Catherine if she like <laughs> needed, if she like wanted to work here? And they're like, yeah. And so he like got me a job <laughs> in the fitness industry and like, just kind of like in a very kind way, like meddled his way into like my dreams. That's and awesome. So, yeah. So I think that the way that he's loved me through my body image issues is one reminding me of my worth in Christ and, um, that the number on the scale doesn't matter to him. It's good. Um, and it shouldn't matter to anyone else. And also championing like my dreams. So like really coming alongside me and like being like my business coach, like you're a coach, like he's like coaching me to like take those next faith steps, um, and, creating soul fitness, which I would not have gone full-time without him or Chelsea, probably like that's those awesome are people who kind of pushed me into that. So I don't know if I answered your question. Yeah, you did. No, I think that's amazing. Y'all. This has been a transformational year for women who I have had the absolute gift of walking life out with. And not for one second have I taken it for granted or can I take the credit for all that has transpired. It is truly a God thing. I wanted to jump on here to share with you about what I'm believing the 2020 year has in store for us. One of clarity and visions finally coming to fruition over our dreams. Core Creatives is a monthly women's collaborative community, which has catapulted into something very special. In each quarter, I'll be launching new groups that you could be a part of. Words like invaluable, rewarding, motivating, encouraging, authentic, foundational, and a godsend are all words that women have used to define this group. This year alone, new passion projects have taken flight, businesses have launched, seasoned businesses have rebranded, new vibrancy has been added to the pursuits and daily tasks, logos and websites have been generated, new customers have been cultivated, and my very favorite, collaborations and healthy relationships have been built between women pursuing their own version of happiness. Y'all, this is not a competition, and this group of creatives puts that into action. Oh, and I can't forget, as a collective, we've raised thousands of dollars for nonprofit that we're all passionate about. I could go on for days, so I will stop ranting, but seriously, I had to take this chance to tell you about these groups as they continue to launch, and a new one is happening soon. So sign up today or come out to a free meeting and truly see for yourself. 
This is an online and local event, so definitely get in touch. I can't wait to see you. How about you, Chelsea? What amazing. How about you, Chelsea? What No, I think it's good. Um, I love that. That's so awesome. I have a little bit of a different story here. Um, Jordan and I met when I was a little under a year out of college. So I was at the time, um, like when we first started dating, I was working at the Duke Health and Fitness Center as a group instructor there. And I was also like all over the place doing personal training and just kind of like finding my way as a, as a fitness professional. And um, eventually I landed a full-time job at a really big like dream job corporation in the area when we first started dating. And at that time, I was still under this notion that especially if you're going to be a fitness instructor, like you better walk the walk, you better talk the talk, you better look a certain way. You should probably have a six pack. Like I, I never was like physically speaking that into myself, but it was like a mindset that I kind of had because when you study and you're, you know, you're studying exercise science or you're trying to become an instructor, no one really tells you how to view that, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, here's the science behind it. Here's how you do it. But no one tells you how to, how to view yourself or how to tell your clients to move or any of that. So it was really just like a, transformative journey along the way of like the longer I was in the field and working in it the longer like the more I realized what it was actually about what it was definitely not about um and so he basically just supported me in every single step of that from like coming and taking my classes to just kind of sharing the same viewpoints of me when we'd have conversations about it like even him as a male, he has some friends who kind of fell into that path of like, you know, doing fitness competitions and kind of like starving themselves to look a certain way. And we both always just felt like this deep tug on our hearts that that is just not what this is for. That's not what we're meant for on this, on this earth. And so um, I really think like the, within the last couple of years is when really things started to shift for me and meeting Catherine and kind of coming out of the, of the industry and realizing like what what it actually means to be to be fit and I think yes a lot of my confidence comes from the fact that I'm in a like very loving relationship who has never made me feel less than for the way that I look ever ever like that's never even been like remotely a problem for us um so i do have him to thank for that but i i think it's it's been a continuous journey the whole time it's beautiful i think it's um necessary for people to know that there is a possibility of evolution in that and uh i think to speak to the woman who is either single um or the woman who is in a relationship or married to somebody who has that unhealthy mindset towards who or how they should look in the mirror and they struggle with that. And I think I'd love to like unpack that a bit from like your coaching, you know, mechanisms on what are the things that women can do to, to better themselves, better their mindsets, better their heart sets so that they can have an internal change even beyond a measurement change, right? 
and that they can be empowered by the fact that they are, you know, beautifully and wonderfully made. And I'd love to just hear like kind of how you, how you coach people through the mindset piece, the heart set piece. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, um, I mean, going back to, to the husband thing, like one last thing is, is as husbands in scripture, they're called to love their bride as Christ loves the church. And so Christ loves the church without shame, without condemnation, with freedom, um, with unconditional love. And so when you're with grace, so much grace. And so when you're pairing, when you're comparing in that to who you're picking as a, as a partner for life, like you want to be treated the same with those characteristics in mind. So that's one thing that I just wanted to like hone in on too. And two, that cor- directly correlates to how you look at yourself too. So rooting yourself, like you said, you're rooted is one of your words, rooting yourself in truth is something that seems really like simple. Like, Oh, I just read this piece of scripture and it's supposed to like change me from the inside out. And, and yes, scripture has the ability to do that. But what I think really roots it inside of your mindset and inside of your foundation is repetition. And so, um, like, taking thoughts captive every single day, Mm -hmm. reading truth every single day, having accountability around you every single day, um, or else it's going to be really easy to slip back into those negative um, mindsets. Like for me, it's super easy. I mean, I'll use the quarantine as an example. Like it's super easy when I'm isolated for me to go back into disordered thinking, um, about food and about exercise, especially cause those are my issues, um, and about my body image. But when I'm surrounded by community, like, and that, and, and my story is brought into the light, like I, I, I am not able to fall back into it now because so many people know. So rooting yourself in truth looks like speaking over your speaking over your identity about what God says about you. So he says, like you said, you're fearfully and wonderfully made. You're a child of God. You're adored. He knows every hair on your head. He loves you more than the birds in the sky. Like he listens, he hears you. He chose you. Like there's so many parts in scripture where like you are presented as this like this treasure to God. And so if you start looking at yourself like, oh, I am a a treasure just the way that I am. And you start to let that truth sink in daily, (laughs) then it eventually becomes the way that you think about your body. Like it's, and it's not an overnight thing. And I think a lot of people think when I share my story about healing from an eating disorder that I just like woke up one day and decided like, I'm not going to have an eating disorder, but every day I'm healing still. And the reason I'm, I created soul is for an extra piece of accountability because it's so easy for me to slip back into it. Um, so like, as far as tangibly goes, prayer, accountability, truth, uh, rooting yourself in actual truth. So like reading scripture or whatever you choose to believe in whatever you believe that is true. And then also um, seeing yourself through the creator's eyes. Yeah. Kind of tacking onto that. Um, we, we've had this conversation a couple times too on the podcast of like, you know, like Catherine said, it's, it's not, it's a journey. It's, it's, we wish we had like a 
step one, do this, like, like a tangible, hard set of ideas. We don't, um, we continuously hone in on the fact that, yeah, this is going to take some time. If there's, if you felt this way for 20 plus years of your life, chances are it's not going to just happen overnight. So, um, that's one thing, but then, and just kind of accepting that and knowing that that's, it's going to take some time from a tangible standpoint. Some other things that we've recommended and talked about is, um, finding, finding accountability, like Catherine said, but also if you're going to be going to a studio or working with a coach, looking out for things that are kind of red flags when it comes to diet culture. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, like when we're coaching, for example, we're never going to be like, Oh, like, let's get ready for bikini season, ladies, like time to work on those abs. Like that is not the verbiage that we're using when we're coaching our students. It's about how they're feeling, empowering them to be strong and, and giving them um, permission to back off when they need to and permission to push a little harder when they need to. Um, And so looking out for those red flags, I think are super important. If you're going to a studio or a gym or working with a trainer that is, measuring you all the time or trying to get you to become a part of a challenge of some sort mm-hmm. to that's based on an aesthetic rather than something more um feasible yeah, yeah. <laughs> and attainable yeah. um and anything down to like it sounds kind of silly but like if there's people on social media or instagram that make you feel less than or like you're not measuring up unfollow follow the people that are going to lift you up every day and, and push you in that right state of mind. Cause it's easy for so many of us, especially scrolling. Yeah. Yeah. These days, cause man, the screen time has gone up. Yeah. Embarrassingly. True. <laughs> very true. Time. But, um, yeah, I think those, those little steps yeah. ultimately end up helping that mindset shift in the long run. Yeah. That's huge. Like you have to choose a lot of like, seemingly hard things in an instant, but it it just like has such a much more positive um, effect. Like even just throwing away a scale, like Mm -hmm. stop weighing yourself, actually throw your scale away, break it in half, you know, like that'll just take away the temptation of stepping on it every single day. You know, like little things like that where you're like, in this instance, it's really hard for me to unfollow this person or it's really hard for me to throw this thing in the trash, but Mm -hmm. the positive effects it's going to have on your mental wellness is like, so good. So I call what you guys are talking about because um, I'm writing a book called Fit in Faith. And that was really where my Fit in Faith podcast came from out of writing this book and knowing that the story needed to be out sooner than the publishing world would allow it. And also that other women, again, have these storylines and it's so necessary for us to be able to share them. But I call it landscape design. Uh, and so it's like, taking inventory of your landscape, being whatever it is on your phone or being what's in your refrigerator or your pantry or being what's in your bathroom um, or the words that are coming at you or the music that you're listening to or the videos that you're watching. Um, for me, a huge struggle back in the day was like MTV music videos and now it's it's way worse because it's in everything. Um, but just like even hearing the way songs are written and the way that they talk about the female body uh, and then again, designing it so that your inputs are positive and wholesome and right and true. 
And so I really love like all the things that you're saying. I think it's so imperative for people to realize that it's an action. Like you actually have to take action. It's not something that's just going to naturally shift as your mind becomes well, because it doesn't work like that. As my mind was healing, the reason my mind was healing was because I was taking out the things that were affecting my mind. And it was just exactly as you're saying, take out the comparison. Um, obviously, from a business perspective, my wheels were spinning, Chelsea, when you were talking about the red flags, because I feel like that would be an incredible resource to your community. Um, even people who are outside of your community, listeners who are like, what does she mean by red flags? Maybe it's words that specific trainers say or um, red flags in their, even in their gyms that they're, you're, they're signing up for. Like, what is the mission behind that gym for people to understand? I mean, half the time you walk into a gym and sign up, you don't even think about that stuff, but for instance, I, I'm a part of Burn Boot Camp. I think you guys have one local to you. Mm -hmm. And it's yeah. all about women empowerment and community and like empowering us as women to be the best version of ourselves, to be strong um, and the owners in his faith. And so a lot of people are infused with like that faith mindset when they're in the gym and though from a music standpoint, they don't choose like what I would choose when I work out or go on a run, but I can, I am strong enough now that I can stand in those spaces and work out and not let those words affect me the way that they used to so strongly. So I love that you guys are doing that for your community because it is, it's a, it, it's an invaluable really. Thank you. Thank you. Totally. What else? Tell me more. What else, where can we go with this? I, have, I feel like I have a bunch of questions, but I want to I give you guys the floor if you guys have any other thought patterns. I have a little side note. Yeah, let's hear um, it. We, so we're both like super Taylor Swift fans. Yeah. I don't know about you, um, but if you haven't watched her documentary I haven't. on Netflix, you should. Um, she actually brings up at one point, she gets really vulnerable about her body image um, journey and some of the advice and the things that she talks about on there is like even as the world's biggest pop star struggling with this um, makes so much sense you know she talks about the the ways that she would um, kind of what's the word like untrain those thoughts to come into her head, her head when she would look at a picture of her in the press and be like oh wow I look so huge mm. here and then she talks about how she would backtrack and say, whoa, 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 no, we're not going down that road again. So that's just a little side note. That's awesome. I haven't seen it. And I love I love a good documentary. That's awesome. Yeah. I have a little quote from it because okay. that's how obsessed I am. It's on my Instagram. But, so so I but it says, I'm a lot happier with who I am. And I don't care as much if somebody points out that I've gained weight. It's just something that makes my life better. The mm -hmm. fact that I'm a size six instead of a size double zero. I mean, that wasn't how my body was supposed to be. I just didn't really understand that at the time. And she goes into like um, how how you do get kind of like trained growing up that like you need to be on this fad diet or you need to look this way in the press or it's just so detailed. And, and hers is on like an even more heightened level because she's Taylor Swift. Yeah. So like everyone's looking at her. Yeah. But I think it's something that everyone can relate to where she, she says like, it's something that happens very slowly over time and it eventually like encompasses your mind. Mm -hmm. Like it, it overcomes you mm -hmm. and you don't even realize that it's happened. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you're looking at yourself the same way that mm -hmm. um, society looks at you. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I think really that's good. like Just the powerful, the powerful, um, you know, ways of the enemy 
in the sense that it, it, it is a slow progression. Mm -hmm. I've, I've used this analogy before, but I was not visible, so it'll work better this way. But like, we all start at like the perfect component of creation, like in God's image. And he intends for us to be over here. And instead, like day by day, as we're going the line, we're just adjusting a little bit, a little bit, a little bit to then our line is way over here. And God's like, no, 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 no. Like you're supposed to be over here. And the enemy's like, keep coming, keep coming this way to the point where we get so off course where like this seems impossible to get back to that that angle to back to the point that he would have us be and I love Chelsea and Catherine that you guys both have said on the onset that this is not a 30-day transformation that this is not a get skinny quick experience like you can do those things and those things might be what's achieved but where is your heart and where is your mind and ultimately that's where you are going to live that's where you live all minutes of every day and so that's the part ultimately that needs to be fixed first it needs to be like and I say fixed because it's not like you're necessarily broken you're just in a place of negative mindset and so right. it even sounds weird like when somebody gives you a compliment right we as a as women often deflect it instead of saying thank you so much like if someone's like oh you look really good in that dress and you're like oh thanks and or, or you'll just be like mm. Yeah, I could have a little bit less here, a little bit more there. We constantly are thinking about how we could be better. And yet, instead of just receiving the compliment and saying thank you, it's a deflection. And I think that that's like this comparison. That's part of like comparison. And it's a, it's a part of so many different things. But I, I wish that we would got, get better as a community of supporting one another through compliments and us as women learning to say thank you and receiving it and not just saying thank you to say thank you, but to receive it. Yeah. I mean, going along with going along with that, I think a lot of it is a shift in, in um, so something that I try to do like in my own head is how do I view other women? Like when I look at Chelsea, just as an example, because she's here, like I see this strong, hot, beautiful, like confident woman. And maybe when she looks at herself in the mirror someday, she doesn't see that. And so I think that if we gave the same grace to ourselves that we give other women, like if we just like stepped out of ourselves and looked at ourselves from the from like another vantage point, then it would really change our perspective. One one thing I always think about is like, how do I want my future daughter to look at herself? Because I would view her as this like miracle creation, beautiful woman who God created, but we don't look at ourselves that way. So it's the same thing with like compliments. Like, yeah. why don't we empower ourselves from the inside out? Like, why don't we say like, wow you do <laughs> yeah like dang girl you know like because we deserve the same grace that we give other people and we don't give it to ourselves yeah it's good I think using those words too that you were saying and taking away like pretty or skinny or some of the things that might be that cultural mindset and using the words you're strong and empowering and motivating and all of the words that really speak to the character and the heart of the woman versus the body of the woman would be a really good technique yeah, and strategy and, like, and changing the definition of beauty yeah. it's like to me chelsea is beautiful right. both from like a aesthetic 
point, but more so, like, I think she's beautiful because of her heart, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so if you change, like, what does beautiful mean? Yeah. If yeah. it means something that's like, I, it, my heart is like kind and compassionate and all these things, yeah. then it becomes more of a characteristic instead of like a label, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's interesting, Chelsea, as you're going through pregnancy, I was, um, my first, like, out of college experience, uh, I became a personal trainer as well. And I was doing personal training and nutrition consulting specifically around the business that I was looking to launch was, which is pre and postnatal, um, like a maternity boutique. So I did all of my training and my fitness certifications in pregnancy, even though I was years away from having baby at that point. And so as your body is changing and you're walking through these like first experiences of that and you're still probably tiny at this point, um, but like you're going to have all these different thought processes and patterns that go through. And I wasn't in the same heart set or mindset that I am now when I was when I was pregnant and even mm -hmm. afterwards. And so that was a really, really hard journey for me from the physical standpoint of my body during pregnancy and then of course my body after pregnancy and, and having these huge expectations for myself to be back in my bikini bod before you know a certain date or and and really stressing myself to the point where I wasn't able to and even enjoy nursing as long as I had really hoped that I could because I didn't feel my body correctly during those times. So yeah. I, I know you're gonna have such a testimony to that as you walk through this season. Thank you, yeah it's really, I'm really glad that I've that I'm in the mindset that I am now going through this because I could I can definitely see and understand where that can be really hard and toxic for for women and I think it's really sad like I'm a part of a couple of different like faith-based mom groups on Facebook and stuff and I'll see these posts and you know, these moms are, are posting like their post or their pre-pregnancy body and then what they are right now at like 35 weeks pregnant. And they're like, I'm struggling so hard. I've never been over 120 pounds in my whole life and I don't know what to do. And I, it just really breaks my heart that that's, that's the case when your body is, we were literally created to create life and like how freaking amazing is that? And I think we all need to look at it from that point and, and not, not pose these again, like coming back to those diet culture, um, references of focusing on the product rather than the process, right. On the, on the podcast, we talk about focusing on the process rather than the product. And sometimes if you lose some weight or you feel better about your body, whatever, that's just the icing on the cake, but that's not our why. And it should never be our why. If our process is creating life, who the heck cares what we look like, right? And I'm not gonna say that I, I won't struggle. I'm sure that I will. But I think we as women need to get better about like speaking that into ourselves and into other women and not be like, oh, like how long did it take you to lose the baby weight or bounce back? We're gonna be meeting whole new versions of ourselves when you become a mom and that might not ever look like you did before and honestly thank god for that right because yeah. we're being transformed from the inside out so mm. i think that's that's huge that gives me full body chills it's so good it's such a gift that you will be able to steward people in that way because i surely needed it and the people around me weren't speaking that kind of life 
at the time either. So again, like landscape design includes who you surround yourself with. It includes your community. And so if you don't have mm-hmm. friends that are speaking into your well-being rather than your physicality, then you're not in the right space, especially if you're dating someone who's only looking at you from a physicality perspective. You know, mm-hmm. that's, you know, a, a red flag, if you will, from the oh, relationship yeah. standpoint. Um, but it is, it's such a beautiful, amazing gift. And it definitely changes everything when you have a, a little person, a little human on the other side that is able to speak to you because it doesn't have the same weight for me. It didn't when my child was, you know, an infant. I was like, oh my gosh, she's amazing. And he's amazing. And they're everything that I ever wanted, but I still had these effects. And now I've been walking through like my little girl who gets ready with me in the morning um, pre-quarantine, because I only look like this like twice a, twice a week now. <laughs> my hair bl- actually blown dried. Um, but I, I stopped wearing mascara like completely over the course of the last like probably two months. So I put it on probably four times since then when I'm doing um, video overlay things for stuff. But my child was sitting next to me as a five-year-old and she would say, ooh, can you put some on me? of anything be it'd be blush should be whatever. Um, and I'm like, no baby, like your skin's so perfect. Like you're so sweet, just the way you are. All the things that our mothers told us when we first wanted to wear makeup, right? You don't need that. And she'd be like, well then you don't need it either. And I'm like, you're right. You're right. I absolutely don't. And so I would be like, Hey, to my son the other morning, I'm like, Hey baby, I'm going to run upstairs and go get ready while you finish that exercise. And he's like, but you already look ready. I'm like, I'm in my pajamas. He's like, I know you can get dressed, but you don't need to do anything else. And it's just, it's all about like our perception. And again, like what the world is presenting as ready versus unready. And so it's, it's just, it's so different when they can speak life into you, even at such a young age. So it's been a really cool transformation for me as a mom and a freeing experience as a woman. I mean, are you kidding me? I don't have to put on makeup. This is great. I can get ready in just as much time as my husband. My hair doesn't look as good as his because he just like does this little thing. (laughs) But regardless, it doesn't matter. We're quarantined. So there's a lot of beauty in that experience. And I hope that people like learn to embrace that through this time. That reminds me of this one time years ago. I have three little nephews, and so I just think it's comical that we're adding yet another boy to the family. Um, But we were all at our family vacation, like at the beach house that we go to every summer. And my oldest nephew, Jake, I think he was like maybe three or four at the time. And um, I I guess was like wearing makeup most of the week or like had gotten ready to go to dinner. And later on took my makeup off so I wasn't wearing any mascara and he looks at me and he's like where'd your eyelashes go (laughs) they're in the sink and I was like oh man that is bad like (laughs) does he think that this is just like what I look like normally like I should probably like stay off the makeup for a little while of like the yeah. reality of me changed. Yeah. But anyway. Well, it's funny. I feel, I always feel most free in my skin anyway, when it's summertime and I'm not wearing makeup. And yeah. yet in the winter, you're like, I guess I need the bronzer. I'll break out this, you know, it's so, yeah. it's so not necessary, but I think that's another reason I live at the beach so that I can get ample sunshine <laughs> as much okay. as I can. 
ready for it. So good. Well, ladies, I am so grateful for you. I feel like you're transforming Wilmington, but even beyond that, because I know you guys are reaching people on a national and I'm going to say it out loud, worldly level, that you guys continue to just walk walk this thing out and, and let God continue to transform the hearts of other women and you just continue to steward the messages that have been you know, placed on your heart and continuing to be the light. I love Catherine, you were talking about that earlier and then you have like this lamp right here and you just look so angelic. <laughs> like she is literally like preaching light right now and it's just like all around you. <laughs> but I, I just love it. I love that it's in, ingrained in your all's testimonies and that you guys are, are standing in that. And it's a beautiful thing, especially being as young and new in life as you guys are. Thank you so much. Thanks. I feel honored to know you. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be rooting you on. Appreciate so let me, before we jump off, let people know how they can find you individually or collectively, obviously your podcast. Yeah. So our podcast is called heart and soul S O L E. And the and sign is actually a plus sign. You have to, that gets tricky in the searching part. So heart plus soul S O L E is our podcast. You can find us on Instagram too at heart and soul podcast. Um, my personal Instagram is, I'm all about the gram. So if you want to find me, that's like the best way to reach me. Um, but it's K-C-O-L-L. It's my maiden name. I haven't changed it yet. K-Call. Um, and then my um, business Instagram is at soul, S-O-L-E underscore fitness. So you can find all the information about what we offer there. Cool. Yep. And I'm at Chelsea Allegra on Instagram. And then my website is ChelseaAllegra.com. Awesome. Praying over both of your all's businesses during this season. It's my heart to see you guys thrive, especially in the wedding Thank industry, you. Chelsea. They got to make yeah. them up. <laughs> they got to make them up, right? It's going to be a busy fall. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> That's so. exactly right. Well, when's the baby due? Wait. August. Oh, August. gosh. So yes. I'll be returning from maternity leave and shooting like six weddings. Oh, so. wow. Then definitely extra prayer in that regard. Yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, it was that. a pleasure. <laughs> yeah, it was a pleasure. And we'll be in touch soon. Thank you so much. Thank yeah. you. Hey y'all, it's me again. I hope in today's episode you sense and ignite to an ember within you. Something mentally, physically, emotionally, or spiritually moving that creates and sustains a fire within your journey. Before you go, let's solidify the flame. I'd love for you to take a step right now in declaring your takeaway. By snapping a pic of the episode you tuned into, share your sparked moment and tag me at fitandfaith underscore podcast or me personally at tamra.andress on Insta. I hope that I can keep you accountable and also share you with the greater community of the Fit and Faith podcast listeners. We're totally in this together. Community over competition is the motto, right? I'd also be incredibly grateful if you took an extra second to leave a review on iTunes or your podcast listening app. I'd love to feature your thought in the next episode and give you and your passion project a big shout out. You know I'm a writer, so I love words and I can't wait to read what you have to say. I'm ready to fuel the flame with you together. And until next time, blessings over your joy, health, wealth, and wholeness. Tune in next time.
Hi, I'm Zach. And I'm Randy. And we're from Salty Saints Podcast. We're a theology and apologetics podcast. We hope to better equip you to be salt and light for your community. Uh, We hope that we can help you to go out and be a reflection of Jesus Christ to those around you, uh, to your friends and your family, and especially to those that do not know Christ. To find out more, subscribe at lifeaudio.com.